This is Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, homesickness, childish emotion, or universal longing. In reality, you know, going back to colonial America, I found records of the pilgrims being homesick. It's about as American as apple pie. The medical history of homesickness when Radio Health Journal returns. I'm Reed Pence, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show. Here's a preview of what they're covering on Viewpoints this week. This week on Viewpoints. What we're doing when we're talking is that we're assembling groups of words, and sometimes those words group as smaller or larger units. Verbal blunders and disfluency. What's going on when our brain and our mouth work together? Then The most crucial thing to point out would be just the very physical nature of poverty and the dangers, often mortal ones actually, that come with that life. An honest look at growing up poor in America's heartland. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. Listen to Viewpoints on your favorite radio station, iTunes, and Stitcher. All of us have happy memories from growing up that are close to our hearts. Maybe yours rests on your taste buds, the taste and smell of grandma's homemade apple pie fresh out of the oven. Just the thought of it may bring up a whole variety of childhood memories that make you nostalgic. Today, the word nostalgia has a familiar meaning, longing for the past. But once upon a time, nostalgia used to be a medical term, which meant longing for a place, what we now call homesickness. Uh, Originally, nostalgia was a word created in 1688 by a Swiss medical student who used it to label people he saw around him who were far from home and seemed physically ill as a result. And a lot of times these people were 30 miles or 50 miles from home, but in the 17th century in Switzerland, that was a far way indeed. When he listed how debilitated these people were by their illness and how some were near death, and that upon return to their hometown, they would magically perk up and be cured. That's Susan Matt, professor of history at Weber State University. She says back in the day, the symptoms of nostalgia or homesickness were thought to be life-threatening. There's a whole medical literature that starts in the 17th century and continues even into the 20th century on how physically devastating nostalgia can be to soldiers as well as to any kind of person far from home. And the Symptoms you might have would range from dysentery to heart palpitations, rapid breathing, high fevers, cough. Some people would literally die of nostalgia. The Surgeon General in America during the Civil War listed 74 Union soldiers as dead from nostalgia and diagnosed over 5,000 soldiers as acutely ill with it. And they took it very seriously in America up till the early 20th century. Um, It was a real disease. And the medical wisdom was that it could devastate your physiology. Experts don't consider homesickness to be a deadly illness today. Now they call it an adjustment disorder with symptoms like anxiety, sadness, nervousness, and an obsessive preoccupation with thoughts of home. Medical authorities don't see homesickness as a physically debilitating disease as the, in the way that they once did. It's not seen as dangerous today. And in fact, today... When people say they're homesick, it's kind of laughed off as this childish emotion. 
that you should get over by the time you're an adult. So whereas earlier generations really thought it could be a troubling and possibly fatal condition, contemporary Americans don't have that vision of the emotion. I think in large part because we expect people to move around with ease. And the reality is it's still not that easy to leave home and leave your family, but people have learned to kind of mask that feeling because they know they'll be looked down on as immature if they don't. A lot of people may think that way, but Matt says homesickness is nothing to be embarrassed about. Whether you're moving to a new place for a job or your child has just headed off to college, Matt says anyone at any age can become homesick. In reality, I think... People are struggling with it all of the time at all ages. It's not just a childhood condition. It's also an adult condition. Given how much our society moves from place to place in search of better jobs or better opportunities, it's actually a remarkably widespread emotion, yet we are very reluctant to talk about it. And I think the harm that comes as a result of that is that people feel odd. They feel marginalized. Sometimes it increases their sense of sadness because they feel like they're the only person experiencing this feeling. And so I think it actually worsens the condition of homesickness because people feel all the more alone. In fact, though we might not want to admit it, Matt says homesickness is something most people experience. Even if you enjoy new places and experiences, the lack of familiarity can still be intimidating. But if you admit to being homesick, then it becomes a legitimate emotion, which often elicits a little sympathy. Well, I think it's remarkably commonplace and that lots of people, if you scratch the surface, will admit to longing for wherever they came from, whether it's immigrants in your neighborhood or people who relocated just across the country. It's visible in so many parts of our culture in terms of the foods we choose to eat and the sports teams we root for and the music we listen to. People are often trying to make that connection back to home. I think it's a very widespread phenomenon in our culture, but we don't feel like we're allowed to talk about it. So I wish we could talk about it more because I think people would feel less stigma if they realize lots of people in America have experienced the feeling. And in fact, it's kind of a normal accompaniment to moving. But because we brush it under the table, people feel a little embarrassed by it. In reality, you know, going back to... Colonial America, I found records of the pilgrims being homesick. It's about as American as apple pie. Homesickness may be an old emotion, but Dr. Chris Willard, a lecturer on psychiatry at Harvard Medical School, says social networks and new technology may make it worse. Well, I think it makes it a lot more difficult to, to detach. So I think, it's, I think that's part of what makes homesickness probably even more acute for kids these days or, you know, for adults to be kind of kid sick while their kids are away. We're so used to being able to be attached all the time. We've got this kind of digital wireless umbilical cord in a sense that's, that's keeping us connected. Then our kids go off or as kids, we go off to camp or somewhere else and it's not easy to get in touch with people. When we're so used to that, it becomes much more likely to create or make homesickness even worse. Willard agrees homesickness is a reasonable response to a big life change. He says a helpful coping strategy is to express your feelings so people can understand. Well, I think any time we get through a difficult situation, it just makes us stronger. And so when one of the things I suggest that parents do is when their kids have experienced homesickness, that they really talk about it on that drive home or during the rest of the year because it can become this kind of touchstone of, hey, you were homesick and you got through it, you know, during that two-week time at camp. 
You know, that means you can get through it if you go to a longer camp. That means you'll be able to get through it when you go off to college or you're in another strange situation or our family moves across across the state or across the country or something like that. So it, it does give kids confidence when they can get through something difficult, like the old saying, you know, that which does not kill us makes us stronger, and, and homesickness is like that. So, you know, anytime we're able to get through adversity, we can really start to see that as a strength and cultivate that as a strength and talk about it with our kids as a strength that they have. So I really think, you know, in, in that sense, it's overcoming something, and that can be really positive. So while it may not be life-threatening, homesickness is legitimate, and it can happen to just about anyone when they're away from familiar surroundings. It's the result of our instinctive need for love, protection, and security. There's no reason to feel ashamed of feeling homesick, because after all, home is where the heart is. Our studio producer is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Radio Health Journal returns in just a moment. This week marks the start of the Medicare annual enrollment period, an important time for Medicare-eligible people to choose their health plans. While most people weigh cost, few think about how their personal health goals should impact their plan choice. Aetna's Health Ambition Study found only 20% of people 65 and over even have a health goal. Here's Christopher Chano, head of Aetna Medicare. Healthy aging means something different for everyone. Choosing the right Medicare plan can help you achieve your unique health goals. Many Medicare Advantage plans include extra benefits such as fitness memberships, transportation, vision, dental, and hearing coverage to help you live the life you want. The Medicare annual enrollment period runs through December 7th. Learn more at etnamedicare.com forward slash learn. That's etnamedicare.com forward slash learn. Aetna Medicare is a PDP, HMO, PPO plan with a Medicare contract. Our SNPs also have contracts with state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in our plans depends on contract renewal. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-835-1478. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-835-1478. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-835-1478. That's 1-800-835-1478. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law 
laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-568-1647. That's 800-568-1647. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-568-1647. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Radio Health Journal is a production of MediaTrax Communications. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and check iTunes for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find podcasts of our segments, information about our guests, and the latest health news at RadioHealthJournal.net. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. Radio Health Journal.